Hey, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Today is Saturday, January 16th. And this is for January 16th through the 22nd. All right. Yeah. Now, a lot of us have our eye on Wednesday, January 20th. And that day, of course, is David Lynch's birthday. Right. My favorite filmmaker of all time, David Keith Lynch, will be ter- will be turning 74 oh years young on Wednesday, January 20th. Oh, so big day, really, for that reason only. Big day, big day. Um, now, David Lynch's movies are known for being more than a little bit strange and more than a little bit unpredictable and definitely weird. And that's what this week is looking like Ugh, astrologically. Again? It's going to be a little strange, a little unpredictable, and a little weird. I'm and sick of this. I'm sick of all of these weird weeks, man. Yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. And it's tough to be a water sign right now. Oh, uh, okay. There's not a lot of water out there. Yeah. Uh, we have one planet in water. That's Neptune, an outer planet. And I'm water. I'm Scorpio. What are the other two water? Pisces and... Cancer. Cancer. Okay. Yeah. So water signs, if you've been feeling it especially hard of late, hang in there. We will get more watery energy eventually. But right now, there's a lot of earth and there's a lot of air. Mm. So it's kind of this battle between the material world and ideals Mm. and ideas about how the material world, the world that we live in, should be run and how it should operate. So that's kind of what's going on on the 20th. In addition to David Lynch's birthday, there's also going to be an inauguration of Joe Biden. Really? That's Are you sure? Yeah. I haven't heard he, anything about that. He's our next president. He's going to really? be the 46th president of the United States. Wow. That's happening January 20th as well. Okay. And uh, more on that shortly. But for now, let's start with some good stuff. Yeah. We need that. Uh, this weekend, the moon is in Pisces. This is a Pisces moon weekend. It's like me. Yeah. So for the water signs who have not been getting their fair shake in the uh, astrological world of late, the moon at least is in Pisces, which is as watery as it gets this weekend. So soak it up. Soak up that water that's in the air, water signs. Get that hydration. This weekend is a good time to relax. Mm. It's a good time to escape, as, oh, if possible. really? Just watch TV. It's oh. a great weekend to eat candy. Oh, self-healing, okay. too. Yeah, Piscean Energy is known for self-healing. What about cheese? Is it okay to eat cheese it's instead of candy? Perfect weekend to eat cheese. All right. Uh, listen to music. Uh, oh. Get a massage if oh. you live somewhere where massage parlors are yeah. open. Uh, look at the lighter side of life this weekend if you can and be gentle toward yourself and be gentle toward others. That's that good Piscean energy. Try to soak that up if you can. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. This is what I like to hear. Yeah. It's a nice, yeah. Yeah, rest up this weekend if at all possible because this coming week, as we know, is going to be a little active. (sighs) That's not what I like to hear. I know, right? Jeez. 
Um, now, the Pisces moon will be making a conjunction with Neptune. So the moon and Neptune will be aligned in the sky in the sign of Pisces. And that's going to add to the dreamy quality oh. of the weekend. Um, and as we know, David Lynch likes to get dreamy <laughs> he does. Uh, when he's making movies. Yes. Um, but the Neptune and uh, moon conjunction is good for inspiration. It's good for creativity artistic expression in general mm. all that kind of good stuff mm. so um and yeah this pisces moon is hopefully helping to soften some of the harsher edges of capricorn that we might have felt last week oh. especially early last week like monday and tuesday Oof. tuesday especially was a rough uh what do they call that the dark night of the soul for me when we had the sun in Capricorn and the moon in Capricorn, there was just no escaping reality. When you have that right. much Capricorn energy, it's just like you got this big finger pointing at you saying, you uh, have not achieved enough in life. You have not accomplished enough. You need to be perfect. Mm. I was definitely feeling that kind of energy early last week with all that Capricorn. I was just feeling like, that this Ugh. week. Yeah, and you were feeling it more, I think, Thursday-ish. Yeah. When the moon was in Aquarius. Um, but anyway, this Pisces moon is hopefully going to help bring some gentleness to that kind of harsh, critical energy that might have uh, that you might have been experiencing. Um, if you have all your planets in Capricorn, or if you're like an uber Capricorn, you probably loved last week because it was very oh. Capricorn-y. <laughs> but for, uh, especially, I always think of water signs when I think of Capricorn energy because, uh, man, they just... Uh, I don't know if they really see eye to eye on stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this weekend, if you're a water sign, just go for it. Whatever that means to you, just go for it. Uh, Sunday, this Sunday, that's tomorrow, I guess, Jupiter is going to form a square with Uranus. And that can signify sudden changes. There can also be a tendency to overdo things. Uh, you might be overly optimistic during a transit like this one. So proceed with caution. Okay. Um, but otherwise, just rest up this weekend because uh, you're going to need that rest, I'm sure. Right. Uh, Monday, January 18th is Martin Luther King Day. Right. Happy Martin Luther King Day, everyone. Martin Luther King was a Capricorn. Uh, he was oh. born January 15th, if I have my oh, notes yeah. correct. Yeah. And he had a Pisces moon, just like Almy. Almy has a Pisces oh, that's moon. Right. And we are in a Pisces moon this weekend. What oh. are the odds? Um, by the time Monday rolls around, the moon will shift over to Aries. So emotionally, the emotions in the air can become a little more aggressive, oh. a little bit more uh, me first energy, sure. people maybe being a little overly assertive, all that Aries kind of stuff. At the same time, you might have a big burst of energy uh, and feel empowered to tackle certain things that might have been bothering you or certain oh. things you haven't gotten around to doing. Maybe on Monday when the moon's in Aries, you're going to get that extra oomph. So there's positive stuff with that, too, with, okay. the, with the Aries moon. Okay. Um, and the moon's going to form a conjunction with Chiron. Chiron is a comet, and it is a comet that orbits the sun between Saturn and Uranus. So the moon and Chiron will both be in Aries on Monday, and that can signify old wo wounds, wounds coming up. You could have some sad memories that all of a sudden are, uh, pop back into the forefront of your mind. Things that you thought maybe you've moved past all of a sudden bother you again, that kind of stuff. So if you have any of those, um, what do they call those, skeletons in the closet or I don't know, but just the old memories popping up that make you feel a little down or sad or whatever. I don't have a skeleton. Yeah. 
What's that from? WandaVision. Oh, yeah. We just watched it last night. It might be too soon for inside jokes. I don't think we fully processed it. Yeah, I've been wanting to rewatch it already. Nice. Sorry, um, uh, carry on. Yeah. So anyway, Monday, uh, watch out for those old wounds coming up. Uh, Tuesday, January 19th, the sun is entering Aquarius. So it's adios to Capricorn season. Oh, wow. The sun will be in Aquarius starting January 19th, and it will stay there until February 18th. Okay. Now, overall activity, the pace of life will pick up. Okay. There will be further emphasis on technology, science, innovation, and looking at what's best for everyone, and also taking a modern approach to solving problems new and innovative ways of problem solving. Uh, that's Tuesday. Okay. Now, Wednesday, January 20th. Yeah, uh, before we get to Wednesday, uh, every week I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio perspective on life. Mm-hmm. Almy is a Scorpio, and this segment is called Ask a Scorpio. Mm. Now, as I mentioned at the top, with the moon being in Pisces this week, and it is a good time to escape. It is a good time just to sit on the couch and watch TV and eat a bunch of potato chips, if mm-hmm. possible, or crisps for our British <laughs> listeners. Now, Almy, you and I watched a show last night and you already referenced it just now. I called didn't know you were gonna bring this WandaVision. Up. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's on it's on Disney Plus. The show's called WandaVision. Almy, as a Scorpio, <laughs> did you enjoy the show? I did very much. As a Scorpio, I enjoyed WandaVision. Yeah. And <laughs> tell the listeners if someone hasn't heard of this show yet, how would you describe it? It's like a play on uh, old T V shows or something? Yeah, I think Really, the less you know, the better. But if you, like me, watch Nick at Night as a kid, and you were familiar with the block of, you know, Dick Van Dyke, um, I love Lucy, Bewitched, yeah. I Love Lucy, all of those, they're referenced in a major way. So there are two episodes out now. After that, I think it's once a week. And it is about Wanda and Vision. I think they're both Marvel characters. I admittedly know nothing about Marvel. I have never seen a Marvel movie. I don't like superhero movies. And I think WandaVision is the show for people who don't like Marvel Hmm. because it's different and it's weird. So the first episode is set like you are watching I Love Lucy or Dick Van Dyke. It's in black and white. There's the laughter from a live studio audience, that effect. It's mostly shot too, like like a three camera setup. But then it gets a little weird. And the second episode, you start to see the progression. So this time, maybe it looks like it was filmed in the early 60s, um, very bewitched type of style. And I think they're going to take it up to modern day. I think the last episode, they said it's going to look like The Office or something like that. So that's one cool thing that they do. They play around with that. And then the story is about Wanda, who has magic powers, and Vision is a robot, I think. Yeah, like a robot kind of Um, guy. But again, I've never seen any of the Marvel movies. What was the last one was called? um, Oh, shoot. What's the name of the very last Marvel movie that came out like 20 months ago? Oh, I I probably. Was it an Avengers thing? It was an Avengers thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the last Avengers. I wouldn't know. Anyway, I think that they're in that movie. But again, I wouldn't know. Um,. I guess this is like a David Lynch take on a superhero movie. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. And then there are times when it breaks and, you know, you can see that there's definitely something weird going on. And so, yeah, I like it. I thought it was really neat. I hope that it continues to stay interesting. And for me, I hope it doesn't veer too much into that Marvel superhero action territory because that's just not my jam. And so I appreciate that they're trying something different here. Oh, thank you, Almy. Sure. So, yeah, that's the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show, and we both recommend uh, you check out WandaVision on Disney Plus if you're yeah. looking for a show to uh, tune out life to, uh, yes. especially this weekend. Yes. That's a good choice. Yes. And also The Servant. We like The Servant on Apple TV. Oh, yeah, I think it's just Servant. But servant, yes. yes. That, servant. That's great. Um, be warned, though, that's a little, if you're not a fan of um, like bodily horror, body stuff, um, oh right! This yeah. is a guy with leprosy, sort yeah, of. Yeah, it can get a little gross. Uh, it I guess can get it can saying. get gross. It can yeah. get gross. Um, and that's the one that's executive produced by M Night Shyamalan. So mm-hmm. it also has like this creepy horror element to it. Um, he doesn't direct most of the episodes. I think in season one he directed the first two, and that's another good watch. That that one though you have to pay attention to. That's not one of those shows like Ted Lasso, which you can just, you know, and no, no shame to Ted Lasso. We enjoyed Ted Lasso. But that's like a show you watch if you just want to feel good and don't want to have to follow a plot too closely because nothing in that show makes sense Mm -hmm. at all. Like if you think WandaVision is weird, to me, Ted Lasso is even weirder. (laughs) I don't know what reality they're living in in Ted Lasso. It's like a 90s sitcom, right? It's got that feel good, like everybody's okay let's work it out yep yeah yeah but it's Um, funny i I like it it's got it it makes me lol on occasion i always think that's a sign of a good show yeah when i actually do audibly laugh yeah ted lasso surprises me at least a couple times per episode it does yeah so i guess those are the shows we recommend if you're looking to escape from life either with uh comedy or with like a fun mystery type of show or something weird for weird go wandavision for weird and a little spooky go with servant for just fun, good times, go with Ted Lasso. And then for fun and good times that like winks and like is in on the joke, check out Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah, Cobra Kai. Yeah. One of the best all-time shows. Oh, definitely. Ever, ever. Yeah. Just such a great show. Oh, Endgame. That's the Marvel movie, the mm. Avengers Endgame, right? Sure. Yeah, so I think that those characters are from that. Again, I'm sorry, it's embarrassing. I know nothing about the Marvel Universe, but honestly, like I'm okay with that. It's just not my thing. Y'all enjoy yeah, that's why the show's called Something About Astrology, because we know something about astrology. If we did a show about Marvel, I guess it would be called Nothing About Marvel. It would be Because we that. know fairly pretty much nothing. I know but... that Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man and Scarlett Johansson is Black Widow, and then I, Chris Evans is Captain America, hmm. and then it just ends there. I don't know yeah. what they do or what their powers are. Um, that's it. Yeah. But back to astrology, I guess. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So, and before I get into uh, January 20th, I'll just preface this by saying that, of course, we both just wish for a very peaceful transfer of power on the 20th, and we hope it's just a very quiet, boring day, and that nothing happens uh, very much, so that's all we want. Um, But I'm going to talk about the planets and what they're doing on the 20th. So Wednesday, January 20th through Saturday, January 23rd, we basically have Taurus and Aquarius duking it out in the sky. Now, the planets that are in Taurus during this time will be Mars, Uranus, and the moon. And then Aquarius is going to walk into the ring with the sun, Saturn, Jupiter, and Mercury. Now, Taurus and Aquarius square one another. And in, a, in astrology, 
when planets square each other, it can cause friction. And also because Taurus and Aquarius are both fixed signs, both of them are known for standing their ground. They're not known for their flexibility. They're not necessarily known for seeing things from another point of view. Now, those are exaggerated ways of looking at it, but that's just kind of the potential here. Um, now, a square doesn't have to be bad all the time, right? Sometimes friction is good for creativity. Mm. Like, did the Beatles always see eye to eye? I got the feeling they really mm. didn't like each other a lot of the time, but they still made some of the best music ever. But when there's a square, and especially with Taurus being in Mars and Uranus, and just the Aquarian energy in general, there's a lot of potential for arguments and explosiveness this week. Okay. Uh, I asked Almy to help me find some celebrity couples who are who are Taurus Aquarius couples. I don't know if this really adds anything to this conversation, but just for <laughs> trivia's sake, here are some famous <laughs> Taurus Aquarius celebrity couples. We couldn't find many, so maybe that'll tell we you something too. <laughs> and in this case, all of the women are Aquarius and all of the men are Taurus in these three examples that we were able to find. Yeah, so one of them was uh, Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley. Harry Truman, former Truman, former Truman, former President <laughs> Harry Truman and his wife Bess. And then Ryan O'Neill and Farrah Fawcett. Yes. Those are some celebrity uh, couples who are Taurus and Aquarius. And none of those folks are, um, I'm not calling them old. I would never do that. But I'm just saying that I think people stopped, Aquarius and Taurus just stopped being in partnerships after the 80s, <laughs> if I'm looking at this right. It just stopped. They're like, oh, yeah, this is not going to work out. I think um, Ryan O'Neill and Farrah Fawcett were together at the end of her death. I think they were one mm, of those on and off couples. Yeah, you might be right. Yep. But I think they, and she died in, it was 09, right? The same month as Michael Jackson? Mm, maybe. Right? Yeah. It's possible, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was generally hard to find examples of famous couples who are of this pairing yeah yeah it was interesting um so the main thing i'm looking at just to kind of boil this down uh for january 20th and there's a lot of different things to consider because there's a lot of planets squaring each other etc but the main thing i'm looking at is the planet mars and the planet uranus are going to form a conjunction they're going to line up in the sky and that doesn't happen all that often. Okay. And so, and they're both in the sign of Taurus. And when you have Mars, Mars can be kind of erratic, impulsive, angry behavior. Uranus is definitely a planet of uh, unpredictability, surprises. Um, and just in general, when Taurus energy gets mad, look out. Wow. So that for me is kind of that. Uh, that conjunction is the one where it's like, oh, this could potentially trigger something. And hopefully it does not. But that was something that jumped out at me like, ooh, this looks a little. Uh. Um, and then let's just go back to the celebrity thing just to lighten the mood again. But celebrities, famous celebrities who were born with a Uranus-Mars uh, conjunction. Oh. We have Jimmy Page, the guitarist oh, yeah. from Led Zeppelin. Rodney King. Oh. Boy George. Okay. Scientologist founder L. Ron oh, Hubbard, no. <laughs> someone Almy just mentioned, Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark, aka Iron Man, and then also Rihanna, yeah, and Keith Richards. All right, yeah, okay, that's that's an interesting group. Yeah, um, 
so yeah, on the 20th, yeah, the Taurus moon is also going to form a square with the Aquarius sun, and the Taurus moon is going to form a square with Saturn, which is also an Aquarius. So that kind of stuff isn't so hot either in terms of people getting along and behaving in a peaceful manner. And then an astrologer I really enjoy named Gal Sasan, you know, he's talked about this where like when a planet changes signs, when it first changes signs, that's like when it's in its purest expression of that sign. Mm. So in addition to these squares and whatnot, we have the sun going into Aquarius on the 19th, which is the day before the 20th. Okay. So the sun is going to be like, I am so excited to be in Aquarius. And then the moon is going to go into Taurus in the morning of January 20th. So the moon is going to be, I am so excited mm. to be in Taurus. So right there, you got the sun and the moon, both excited to be in their respective signs. And at the same time, forming squares to one another, along with all the other planets that are forming squares. And then in addition to that Mars-Uranus conjunction I mentioned. So there's just a lot of like, there's going to be a lot of excitement. But again, not necessarily the most focused excitement. And again, just with the impulsive energy out there. I don't know. So hopefully everyone stays safe and hopefully cooler heads prevail and all that stuff. But um, we'll see what happens here. Okay. Yeah, because with all the Taurus energy as well, there can be a, an overemphasis on the material things in life mm. where you just we're just putting too much emphasis on that stuff. And then with all the Aquarian energy on the darker side, it can be this revolutionary type of energy and just this feeling that everything needs to change right now, right this minute, that kind of an energy. So that's it's, it's a very electric energy. And obviously, with that, if that energy is harnessed in a positive way, I mean, there's just so much potential for good and so much potential for positivity. But with that energy being brought into an already tense, angry situation in this country, uh, we'll see how it all uh, plays out. But again, we just hope everyone uh, stays safe. That's the most important thing. Um, what else we got? Okay. Um, now, that's for like the rest of this week. And then this coming weekend... Um, I expect all of us to still still be fairly wired. Okay. Um, next Saturday, January 23rd, the moon is going to go into Gemini. Mm. So we're going to have all these Aquarian planets. Uh, and Aquarian energy to me is always, I always describe it as being electric. I feel like it's like a light switch that's stuck in the on position. Mm, like you yeah. just can't turn it off if you want to. Aquarius energy is very restless energy, uh, just very mental energy. And with the moon going into Gemini, Gemini is also very mental uh, and very quick. And when you have this Aquarius-Gemini combo, I'm just going to kind of predict that it's going to be Insomnia City Ooh. next week. And we might have trouble sleeping. We might just feel incredibly restless. Okay. There's going to be a lot of ideas being tossed around, that's for sure. Gemini and Aquarius both like ideas and, and looking at life from a different perspective. Um, and that can become endless when those two get together. They're just mm. going to be throwing all kinds of ideas around. The pace of life is going to be fast. Okay. Like you put Aquarius and Gemini together, Oof. it's quick, quick energy. So just on a on the smallest level, just be careful on the roads. Like when you get in your car and you're driving, uh, there could be some people just um, in a different world and next this is weekend. This upcoming weekend. Yeah, upcoming weekend. So I'm looking at like January twenty uh, third. Uh, Got it. 
24th, I guess, somewhere in yeah, there next okay. weekend. That's just a little um, preview of what's to come. So, yeah, hopefully we get through this week okay. Uh, rest up this weekend if you can, because next weekend we're going to be pretty wired. Next weekend is not about resting. So if this weekend you can just kind of lie in a hammock somewhere, mm. this is the weekend to do it. Because next weekend you're going to be like, man, why didn't I lie in that hammock when I had the opportunity because now I got all this Aquarius Gemini energy mm. I need to deal with, and I can't sit still. Okay. Um, and then only other preview is um, check my note here. Yeah. Um, but the weekend after that, I'm looking at Saturday, January 30th. Our good friend Mercury will be going retrograde. Uh, so that's your Mercury retrograde wee. warning. Uh, it technically goes uh, retrograde on January 30th. However, it will enter its storm on Monday, January 25th. So almost look at Mercury retrograde as starting on January 25th. So between now and then, that's the time to make your electronics purchases, uh. sign your contracts, and initiate new projects. Once January 25th rolls around, you're not going to want to start new things. But if you have to, that's okay. Life yeah, happens. Live your life. Just live live your, life your life. And just pay attention to the fine print. Just be careful. Print. Yeah, just be careful. And be careful. An ounce of caution. That's always good advice, though, no awesome. matter what. You know, live your life and be careful. Yeah, so that's all I got. Uh, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. And Almy's going to take us out with some deep breaths. Yeah, let's... I know I could use it, right? It's been a lot. Let's just take a nice, deep, relaxing breath. First, get comfortable. Find a nice sitting position or lie down, whatever. Close your eyes if you want to. And then just slowly, there's no rush here, take a very deep breath in through your nose. And gently release through the mouth. Let's do one more. Ready? Slow breath in. And slowly release. Thank you so much, and thanks for listening. 